When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Understand it, make the noise and make it clear. Oh, oh, oh. Why, oh, oh. When I'm gonna sit in silence, when I'm gonna be with me, oh, oh. 932 here on SCNZ, yes, 0800 150 811. Here's your window of opportunity. You go in the draw for the Friday freebie automatically as well, coming up uh, with uh, the multi. Um, and your chance to own that multi. Right, let's, uh, if you're in trouble in rugby, you always go one place in particular, you go to Dunedin, because they've got all the answers, and you've got to go to Dean, don't you? So good morning to you, Dean. Yes, Nelly, how are you? Yep, pretty damn good, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm pondering now, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, well, we don't, this is a sad part for me, you know, like we don't actually have to guess. We just need to put the... And every one of those All Blacks over there is a fabulous athlete. We just need to put them in the jerseys they prefer to play in in Super Rugby. And I think if that gets beaten, well, so be it. But at least they're familiar. You know, you don't just throw a guy for a slip in cricket that's played out on the boundary. You don't, you don't do that because everything comes at you differently. And I think that's causing a lot of panic. But I just... We just hope we see, that's all I want to see, you know. Ethan Blackout or Shannon Fazell, like, we could probably play both of them. <laughs> I mean, once again, it's more change. I don't, I'd like to see Jacobson at eight. I want to see Savi. I hope Sam Kane's okay, but to be brutally honest, I don't care if I don't see him in an all-black jersey ever again. So I want to fetch it at seven. I just want someone, when we haven't got the ball, to try and get us some. And if they get knocked out, blown over, whatever, we're going to get a red card out of it, so we're going to get something. And then we can put another team under pressure. But one thing I want to bring up is I was absolutely appalled at the referee in the Wales-Fiji game. Now, if this is what's going to happen because finally the Pacific Nations have been given the talent that they deserve to have on display that the referee is going to give, these aren't even 50-50 calls to me. That's a penalty try all day right on halftime. And two, two yellow cards reviewed to red, both shoulder charges, both near the head. And there wasn't even a penalty. And the try, he dropped the ball. Oh, that, that's got to be the most glaring penalty try not awarded that I've seen in a long, long time. And I've seen some shockers that have been awarded. So I'm not sure what was going on there. And repeat warnings for Wales to stop doing this, stop doing that, stop doing the next thing. And as soon as Wales finally get down in the Fiji half in the second half, Fiji, I think it was a flank, is just yellow carded. I don't even know what that was for. Mm. So something going on that there's, there's always been rumours, and it sounds like sour grapes when you talk about your own team and you're losing, but these aren't our teams. Well, they're our brothers. Fiji are our brothers. You know, every every um, super rugby team has got one in that we love to bits, or several that we absolutely love to bits. So they are our Pacific brothers, and they're just getting ripped off. That game was completely ripped off. They had the opportunity, I know, to win it right on full time, but you know, they're knackered. They're 12. If anyone else dropped it, I could understand it, but he, he played so well for the whole game. I felt sorry for the bugger, but they had to kick the goal. 
and that might be a blessing that they, you know, they didn't score the try to be fair because the, the kicker may have missed, and then he feels horrible. But mm. hell of a game, a hell of a game of let's just run it a hundred mile an hour, full octane. It was I loved it, absolutely loved the game, and yep. and I enjoyed England too, mate. I enjoyed the England game for different reasons. It was rugby. It's not rugby league we're watching. It's rugby. There's a glaring difference. Uh, look, uh, you, you make a, a, a two or three really excellent points there. For a start, putting people in the right jerseys. At, at, right at the very start of this campaign, would you ever have thought, when we come to the most important game, that game that's been on the calendar for so long, that Tupu Vai would play in six? Now... This this gets this I I find it absolutely baffling, and I've thought about this. Um, why why did he go in? Now I mean he's replaced Sam Kane. We're not saying Sam Kane's a lineout giant, so don't tell me he goes in there to add height in the lineout. N- number two, uh, we have uh, a guy that's performed really well at six, um, uh, and Scott Barrett. Okay, it, it, you know, but surely. Tupuvai, his core role is to be a lock, is to jump and to, uh, and to be in the scrum. If he's not good enough to be a starting lock, why is he there? Why is he there in the first place? I mean, he's a starting lock. Barrett is a, has been a starting six. Why did they go that way? I, I, I just, I'd love to know, Dean. You're never going to know. I've been harping on like the Lone Ranger, I think, on your channel. Like, but Barrett's a classic example because his brother's at fullback doing exactly the same thing. Like, I've got no problem with Bowden Barrett being in the reserves. I'd rather have Damien McKenzie, to be brutally honest. But Bowden, some of his best tries that he scored for the All Blacks, it's not just about scoring tries, but it's when he comes off the bench. He's explosively quick. Like, I'd rather, honestly, if they've got to put Bowden Barrett on the field, put Will Jordan at 15 and make one change. Put Bowden at... 11, if you think he's better than Leicester Fionuku, which is another joke. But Mark Talia is a right wing, through and through right winger. That's what, he's the example I was trying to make the analogy with cricket. You can't just put a guy from on the boundary to first slip because it all comes at you at different angles. The guy's like a fish out of water. People are complaining about his defence. Well, he's not used to it coming that way. He favours mm. his other shoulder. That's why he's on the other side of the field. Well, it's not his fault. Like, if Ian Foster rang me tomorrow and said, would you like to play fullback at 56? I'm on the plane. And I'm going to look incredibly stupid, but I'm still going to go. Yeah. I like, uh, Dean, thank you very much for that. Um, I, I totally uh, concur with your, your thoughts there and, and specialists. I mean, we're at the Rugby World Cup. We're not, we're not oh, mucking around, are we? Cliff, good morning to you. G'day, Cliff. Yeah, morning, Smitty. I've been reading a lot of the um, media and people's response on the sites, Facebook and bits and pieces about the rugby, and most people seem to think that it's no big deal us losing because we sort of, not like we've been knocked out yet. But to me, you know, to lose two in a row and to lose so badly after, you know, we 10 minutes to go in that first half, we had them on the rack. And we, and we didn't put them away. And we really struggled to really make anything of that game other than our aimless kicking from the back. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a hard look to see why we're playing that sort of style. We should have been playing for territory and putting some pressure on them because like, in the first half, we certainly had our chances. But in the second half, they got a uh, second wind and they come out and played a lot better. And, and we played poorly, and our bench offered nothing. Absolutely. I've never seen our bench come on and, and offer so little. 
And, and mm-hmm. look, I'm not going to bomb Moanga or or the halfback or Smith or why he went off and the guy that come on, but the, tactically, we lacked any idea of why we went into this game and who we were going to start and play and, and what we wanted to achieve. It's almost like, well, if we lose, we're in the quarterfinals probably anyway, but now we could end up playing South Africa in, the, in our first quarterfinal. And the South Africans are going to be rubbing their hands together because they've already done us over two weeks ago. And, and they're a tournament team. They get, like I said to you earlier in the season, they're going to be, they prepare for a World Cup every four years and they don't care about everything else. And we, we used to be a bit like that, but we used to think we were the best team every week and we'd beat them unless it was back in the day 20 years ago when we couldn't get the Bledisloe back. But, uh, yeah, the All Blacks, they're in a funny space at the moment. I don't know whether it's because... He's he's finishing coaching soon. He's not going to get no knighthood like the previous two. So maybe he thinks, well, if we do win, that's good. If we don't, well, it doesn't really matter. What, what yep, are you... What, uh, look, you're right, Cliff. You're absolutely right. Um, and whilst we lump in, and he, he carries the can because he is the head coach, but you know, it wasn't that long ago saying the ship was right because we had Joe Smith and Jason Ryan coming alongside him. These are the guys picking these sides, uh, Worthy and Foster. These are the guys with the strategies as well. Let's not forget that. Um, and I'm not protecting Ian Foster because, as I said, he does carry the can. He is the head coach. He's getting paid to do that. But we've often said uh, things are becoming better now because of Joe Smith and Jason Ryan. What's happening now then? Russell from Wellington. G'day, Russell. How are you? Yeah, g'day. Smithy, you're, you're, you're in Chatfield's mate, so I'll just talk to you very quietly, okay, because he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Um, okay, you do that. Yeah, the, um, I, I, I thought they were poor, and I couldn't, I couldn't understand the selections right at the very start of the tour when they were short. To me, they were short of, of, of a loose forward, and they had too many wingers. And I thought, well, you know, with uh, with the high body work rate that the loose forwards do, they're going to be in the cart. And one, if you, if you go through the discipline in the last two or three years at least, the yellow cards we've had or anything like that, penalties given in the scrum, um, arguments back chatting the referee because they've done something wrong or whatever. First, firstly, that you give away a penalty, you give away territory, and then you give away points. Now. I, I watched I watched England play, and I'm I'm not an English fan. They they played to win. It didn't matter how they won. They drop kicked two goals mm. from nearly halfway. Good luck to them. Fifteen three or or, or or whatever they won, they won ugly. Um, you know South Africa. If you play South Africa, I mean we beat South Africa last month, uh, and they beat us this time. But we, we just don't have the discipline. And I, I think with people playing out of position, uh, I mean, Jacobson could have played on the side. <laughs> if, if you're going to play Vi on the side, you must have played Jacobson um, uh, because he's got a bit of mongrel with him. Uh, but, but, but I don't think they're thinking well. I thought the kicking was appalling. Um, all right, they had to put the little kicks through, the little grubber kicks, because the, because the other crowd was standing up on them. But we kicked to them, and then they kicked back the forward, uh, fullback kicks back, and he kicks over our heads. And then we have to chase mm. back again, and then we put an up and under up, up but we don't get it. Uh, so no. uh, it just uh, it looks as though we were, uh, it was a bit of a shambles, uh, because I think people panicked. 
Um, and once once a crowd got into them and friend France got in front, uh, it was a different ball game. But but but, but we have to pay a lot smart. Everyone's going to go, oh, well, you'll beat them maybe by eighty. Well, eighty is going to mean nothing. I mean, if they play, uh, yeah, I just want to see them play well and win by thirty or forty or whatever. If they win by eighty, all all, all of a sudden they come to Italy, uh, and that's going to be a lot tougher game, and and they, and and that's a game they have to win. But they've got to be a lot smarter than what they are. So. Um, you know, and I don't necessarily blame Foster for it all. There's guys on the field that have been playing for a long time. There are three or four leaders, even without Kane. Surely they had to get together and say, this is the wrong style, we're playing the wrong style, let's let's start and do something else. And to me, they played too much rugby on the finish. I listened to Molly, Molly Ander the other night. He said they were playing too much rugby to catch up. Well, I'm sorry, these guys have been here for uh, for so long, and if they can't work it out now, well, I mean, they're never going to work it out. And that's what they get big, uh, uh, paid big money for. You know, no one expects them to win every game, but they, have, uh, but they have to play well. You're absolutely right, Russell. Beautifully summed up. You're, you're right. Um, now's the time. Now's the time uh, to play, not to experiment. Uh, those days are long gone. 9.45. Right, let's get back to the call board. John, good morning to you. John from Waikato. How are you? How are you, Smitty? Hey, uh, I'm going to consider this quite simplistic, but don't don't you think that we're just just a little light across the board in, in our size, and and uh, mm. that leads us to 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 just pushing the, the envelope a little bit at, at ruck time, and that's where all these penalties come from, and just the style of play that rugby is at the moment. You know, almost other than Australia, who, who are quite keen to play loose. Everyone's slowing it down, and I just feel like across the board we're we're just lacking size. At, and, and I mean, some of these some of these backs are as big as our forwards, and uh, and you just can't quite win the muscle. And, and there's the penalty count recently. I think it's a great point, John. I'll tell you why, because they're playing in extreme conditions at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, at the moment, it seems, you know, like some people say you can't coach gas, Ernie Curtin says that. I mean, you can't coach size if you haven't got it. Um, but what you can do is try and make adjustments around it. And, and the way to beat size is to go around it, past it, under it, whatever. But, but mobility, mobility and consistency of mobility, change of direction, things like that. But you've got to do that with the ball in your hand. Uh, you, you you really have to, uh, and whilst you we look like we're shirking contact at certain times because of that size, um, I, you know you, you make a good point, but uh, that's the way we're going to beat it. That's the way we're we're we're, we're going to beat it for mine. Uh, did we not beat it in the very first minute of the game with a short pass through uh, to Rico Ioani? I thought, hello, this is how we're going to beat the French. Pace right through the middle. Last time we saw it. G'day, Grant. Good morning to you. Yeah. Good morning, Smithy. Um, am I am, am I on live? You are. Are you there? Oh, yeah, really you are, mate. quiet. Yeah. Hey, uh, just just a few points. Everyone's seen it pretty much the same, I think. You know, calling it the way it is. But just a few points. When I heard the score, South Africa against us, thirty-five-seven. I nearly fell out, fell off my sofa, and uh, I knew nothing about the game. And I sat down with a pad and paper, and I thought, right, if they've lost thirty-five-seven, I want to look at the. Um, the penalty count, and I sat down and watched the game, uh, not live, but, you know, replay, and I sat down with my pad and paper, and I, in the first half, getting towards the end of the first half, we'd given away 10 penalties to one South Africa. 
Mm. Now, you know, I remember Sean Fitzpatrick years ago complaining about the Northern Hemisphere referees. It's gone on for years and years. Of course, we've got to adapt to it. But I would like to see the referee, Smithy, be clear to the public what the penalty's for. Argentina just got penalised and pe- they were like us. They just got penalised and penalised and penalised and uh, 18 points England put on just out of penalties. They didn't have to play with uh, 15 men. But getting back to the All Blacks, look, when the jumper's jumping up in the air, you can't interfere with them. That jumper yeah. for South Africa was getting caught halfway. The ref was saying, you're squeezing, he's, he's not jumping, and they, the All Blacks are just out of control, Smithy. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Grant. Um, you make a great point. Uh, hey, can you call back tomorrow as well, Grant? Can you talk, call back tomorrow as well to make the rest of We've absolutely got a time constraint here, but we appreciate your call, and I get it with the refereeing. I don't understand it either.